Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged. I'm Tammy. I'm Michelle. I'm Gracie. And a hug is a gesture intended to convey a sense of care and support, safety, intimacy, and affection. And even though we can't wrap our arms around you, we want you to consider yourself hugged. Here we are, post-chat. You know, we always talk about things before we come back to you all, and then, then we're like warmed up and ready to go. So this is starting Gracie's next two segments. And Gracie, honestly, I, I looked at your text about what we're doing, but that was basically it. So I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? Who are you again? Yeah. Have we met before? Yeah. <laughs> right. I saw it. Yes. I thought it was an excellent idea. You yes. said that codependency word. So I know I'm very familiar with that word. So I knew right. right. about yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. So well, I'm how I came excited. up with it is last time we were talking, you know, about problems and solutions and, you know, and what we've done and which is great, but which is great. And um, I was teaching uh, dealing with difficult people last week and the, the questions come up of, you know, I'm doing everything right. And it's this person that, and what if the problems that we're dealing with aren't our problems? Mm. Right. Well, what happens when it's other people's stuff that impacts us, you know? And so it's so so one of the things that I say in, in the dealing with difficult people training mm-hmm. is there's no such thing as a difficult person. Yes. You, there are difficult situations with different people. Right. So <laughs> and what, I, yeah. I was just gonna say, let me ask you then, why do you think because I believe that too? And mm-hmm. You know, I think you're the first person when we first met and we were doing training together that actually brought that up. So we were, Gracie and I were doing the seminar route for a seminar company and they had a session, of course, called Dealing with Difficult People. And I think you're the first person I had a conversation with that that actually talked about that. So why do you think here we are, what, 2015, I don't know, however many years later, why, why are there still so many sessions called Dealing with Difficult People? Well, I think it's because the whole concept of we all have our own reality. It's kind of like we talked about before, you know, what is normal for us, we assume is normal for everybody else. So if I look at, oh, no, right. So if I'm looking at this and, you know, I'm saying, okay, this pencil is white and you're, and you're seeing, you know, all the different colors on it. And you're saying, well, no, it's not white. And I'm like, yes, it is white. But we're having, you know, different language and different perspective. And it's like, how can you not say this is, how can you say this isn't white? You know, it just, it doesn't make sense to us because we don't see out of our reality. We don't see out of our perspective. And we have a tendency to think that our reality is reality. Just like there's no such thing as truth with a capital T. And, and it's like, so as a relational example, I'm just thinking like, if you're, you, not you, you, but you, whoever are super chipper, happy person. And then you're interacting with someone is just sort of like kind of quiet and down then, and they won't come up with you and have all that fun. Then they're difficult because you're framing it. Like Michelle said, your frame of reference is, well, that's the right behavior. Right. That's the way exactly. we, we should all be. Therefore you're difficult. Right. So if somebody's behaving in a way that impacts us negatively, we're interpreting that behavior is that they did this well, we're interpreting the behavior is if we did it. So if I did that, that would be, I don't like you. I'm trying to be mean. I'm da, 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 da. And that might not be where they're coming from at all. You know, so I think that 
what we're looking at. And, and then we make it about the person because it's hard to separate behavior from the person. Right. And so the whole thing of difficult person, we're, we're making a lot of assumptions about intention and perspective and languaging. And, and so that's why I say there's no such thing as a difficult person. There are difficult situations with different people. So, so I actually, I, sorry, I was just going to, if we can back up a minute, because I'm thinking if I were listening or watching what mm-hmm. I know, kind of what's like, let's try to like hone in on what our topic is. So they'll know, do you know what I'm yes. saying? Yeah. Like so, we all know, but I'm like, do they know? <laughs> okay. And also yeah, so, I have to say, I just got home from church and I have, I have on a dress, but it looks like I have on a jacket and no clothes. <laughs> and I haven't had a so chance you to just change. Want to clarify that you have clothing. I just on. wanted you to know I have on clothes. <laughs> you can you can see your dress. I was just asking how pretty it was. You can see it. Yeah, but only <laughs> when I do this, and then it looks like I'm. But when I do this, you can't see it. Anyway, if you're on YouTube, I do have on clothes. All right, sorry, Gracie. I just really was noticing that and thought I just didn't have a chance to change. Okay, but this is this is an excellent example. An excellent example <laughs> to oh, me. It wouldn't even occur to me to make that clarification because of course, everybody knows that I have clothes on, right? So it's one of those things of, it wouldn't even occur to me to say that because that is my reality. Are you, are you course, saying that- Wait a minute. Tammy I'm just saying your reality is different. Michelle, that's what I'm hearing too. So it was my reality that today I have on clothes, but I think of it because sometimes I don't have on clothes. <laughs> No, but your reality is, is that you notice something and you're like, oh, people watching might see this a certain way. I need to clarify that whole point would never even reach my brain. So when I do stuff that offends other people with my ADHD, it never occurs to me that they can be offended. It never even enters my brain because of course, why would I do anything that would be offensive to them? So I shouldn't have to address it. I shouldn't have identified. I shouldn't have to clarify it because that's my, that's how I see the world. Right. So like, again, it would never occur to me that somebody would even question, does she have clothes on that thought never even (laughs) entered my head, but it did yours. It's not good or bad. It's simply, we're coming from different perspectives, but we assume we're all coming from the same perspective, the same reality. That's interesting. And it also I don't know if this is a bad thing to say, and I still don't think we've necessarily clarified for our, our poor listeners. No, yeah, but that's okay. It's like, yeah, welcome yeah. to our world, um, yeah. that we are all a little bit, and not we as in us three, but we people can be so self-focused. Yes. Like you two may not have noticed that that was a thing, but I'm looking and I'm focusing right. on me. Right, right, right. Which we should, because- I mean, it's survival. It's, and that's the only reality we have. To a degree, yeah. Right. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's, I mean, evolutionary wise, we have not kept up with evolution of society. We are still in the, that lion's going to jump out of the bushes any minute now. I mean, that's still how we're wired. Yeah. And so I think too, like the fact that I know you really well, like it would have never occurred to me that like under, like, even if I only saw your jacket, I would have never been like, well, I bet Timmy doesn't have any clothes <laughs> on for this podcast. <laughs> Right. Exactly. So I'm glad to know that, but, yeah. but wait, wait, let me, I, so you only met Gracie like within the past few months. So that, because you don't know her as well as you know me, if she had this on, would you think maybe she didn't have clothes? On? <laughs> no, no. <I didn't. laughs> 
Okay. Maybe right. more. So, I, so again, I do feel like she's more of a free spirit sometimes. <laughs> she is, she is a free spirit. She is a, so, she's yeah. more of a free spirit. She doesn't like go take off my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so to clarify, we all have on clothes and we all always wear clothes unless for all the reasons why we can't wear clothes. Look at how many nuances we came up with just that example that it didn't occur to us before. So for the topic dealing with difficult people. Yeah, let's go there. Well, but that's the thing. There's no such thing as a difficult person. There's a difficult situation with different people. So many of these things are like, well, why did they do that? We assume that their motivation and their context and their interpretation is the same as ours both in terms of that, but also really to point, Tammy, we are all going to come from our self perspective. That's natural, right? Yeah. And so it's the situation that's difficult. The person is different. They're coming from different perspectives. So what you're trying to help us with today then Mm -hmm. is sort of based on what we talked about last time is specifically the relational aspect of relational aspect of, of problems of problems and solutions. okay right 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 and so so that's the big thing is is that first of all so when we're, when we're talking about problems a lot of i know what i struggle with especially being conflict avoided and people pleaser is other people's stuff so other people might not be healthy or other people might be under stress or other people might have a different perspective it impacts me and especially if it impacts me in what i perceive as a negative way it's like oh, look at what they're doing to me Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's not that accusatory, but it's still, you know, so the whole thing of recognize, first of all, recognizing where the other person's coming from changes the whole perspective and everybody is different because let's face it. Sometimes what we think is a problem, it isn't even a problem. It's our interpretation. Is it Stephen Covey who told the story about being on a bus and seeing a mother with some children misbehaving. Does this ring a bell for oh, you? No, but tell me, tell okay. me, tell me. I think it was Stephen Covey. So he's on a bus and these kids are just being like awful, you know, and everybody's rolling their eyes and they're, and the mom is doing nothing. And so it's annoying, you know, it's loud. Everybody's upset. And I don't remember how the story came out, but he learned, they learned that they had just left her husband, the children's father's funeral. And then- everything changed. Yep. Because, you know, I have a slide in some of my topics that says it's not other people's behaviors that get on our nerves. It's the motives that we have signed to them. Right. Our interpretations of that. Right. Right. And especially if we're coming from that, and I don't want to say selfish, but we come from that self perspective. Mm -hmm. If it impacts me and it impacts me in a way I don't want, they meant to do that or they, you know, and that's, I mean, sometimes it's the case, right? Sometimes we deal with jerks, right? But in a lot of our day-to-day, you know, so- We don't even know. We don't even know. So the example I use a lot of times is, let's say you're walking down a hallway and the person in front of you all of a sudden turns around and just slaps you in the face. What the heck, right? But if they're having a seizure, you're not going to care, right? You know, it's, so it's all, it's all about interpretation, so how much of our life problems are based on other people and our interpretation of all their stuff? And do you think you it's know? easier to, um, to, to blame other people for, I mean, to just, because if we don't blame them, then we have to admit that 
maybe there's something that we're doing too, or something mm-hmm. that we're contributing to the problem. And that can be hard. That can be hard. And the other thing too, is that in the less, um, I don't even know what word to say, but sometimes because we can see their behavior, but we don't see our process. So it's easier to say, well, this is what I see happening. Because a lot of people don't have that insight. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is my interpretation because of, you know, whatever. But we yeah. can see that behavior. Easy to assign what we think somebody's behavior yeah. should be, like how they should treat us. And just had this um, conversation this morning. I met my um, son for church and breakfast. And he was talking about something that happened last Saturday. We went to eat before going to an escape day. My sister was here for her birthday. And we went and they were super busy. And the waiter had um, put us in line online and the waiter was rude when I asked him about how long because we had the escape button to make. So that's the reason I was asking. And he was, you could tell he was very frustrated, you know, flustered. And it made my son mad. I didn't think anything about it again because it's a full restaurant and I knew this has nothing to do with me. It's the man overwhelmed. But, you know, my son was like, well, that guy was rude. I'm like, you know, he's just overwhelmed. But he brought it up again today and I think sometimes it's harder when someone isn't appropriate to someone you care about, even more yes. so than when it's you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, think about, you know, for anybody who's, who's a parent, you know, okay, you do something to me, whatever you do something you do to, it my to my kids. kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, I think it's translating good for you, Michelle, because maybe it was, don't do that to my mom. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's trying to. Yeah. Were you able to help him grow a little through that too, to sort of, you know, look at his mindset about? I I think so. I mean, I, you know, I had, had shared a, that I knew that it was, he was upset, but I think in his mind, it was still like, you know, I guess mm-hmm. you act that way. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, but you know, he's an adult. He has his own. That's true. But he watches you, you know? that is true and I I do think to some degree kind of saying you know obviously because it didn't upset me not even in the least I honestly felt bad for the guy because he did seem incredibly overwhelmed with kind of what was going on and how many how low they were on staff and and all of that so um I did we did talk about that and I think he definitely understood that that's a big deal again, though. Go, it go ahead, it is. But again, if we don't have the experience, you know, so that's one thing I, with my 14 year old, I'm like, when you start working, I mean, she's already been, she's probably gonna be working in the dance studio. But I said, at some point I want you to work retail and food service. Yes. Because if you work retail and food service, it's going to change your perception and you're going to be nicer to people as a human being. You're going to be a nicer human after being in those industries. Ooh, that is so good. Right. How does she respond to that at 14 when you tell um, her she, she gets it because she's heard, she's heard some of my stories of, you know, when I used to be a middle manager at W Mart and, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, but again, it's one of those things where until you experience it, do you even perceive it until you experience trying to deal with 40 customers all at once? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can well, you and, even see that, you know? And me coming and asking how long do you think this will be in a restaurant full of people when not meaning it maliciously, just trying to get to, to see if we could stay or if we had to leave to get to the escape game. Right. You know, but in his mind, he's already overwhelmed. And this is one more person. One more person that needs something from me right now. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine that? Sorry, go ahead. 
And he doesn't know if you're setting up, he's like, how long this is going to take, how you're going to respond to his answer. Right. Is his answer going to be satisfactory or not? And you're just looking for a answer. It doesn't matter, but he doesn't know that. Right. Right. Yeah. I can, can you imagine the conversations about that question that those (laughs) businesses and servers have? Yeah. Do you know how much longer it's going to be? <laughs> Even if you didn't say it that way, that's got to be the most common question. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, especially, yep. you know that they hear. Right. Do you, yeah. Do you think it's annoying for our children having been raised by mothers who are self-aware? At least for part of I wasn't self-aware for all of my life, but you know what I mean? A mother is a therapist. Oh, <laughs> yes. Poor dear. Like, I was trying to help them to grow and see themselves and and Gracie I was wondering too because you said I've been waiting to ask this question not that I haven't been listening but I wanted to know because you said earlier um as an example if you offend someone because of your ADHD but I wondered what do you mean like has do you know that that happens like what all the time what would be an example of that oh I can give you a hundred um talking over some yeah talking over something focus (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the big one is talking over people oh. all the time, a couple dozen times a day, easily. You're not, you don't do that here. I've done it twice so far that I can remember. Yes. But I, I don't, I don't see it in here as talking over. It's just women conversing. Not everybody interprets it that way. Huh? What do you think, Michelle? I don't remember ever here i understand what you're saying yeah i do too. adhd and like um and how often that happens i just don't remember it here but yeah i also think the way people interpret it is is huge and in different settings true yeah especially people that don't know me like if i'm at the store or whatever and they're talking and all of a sudden i start talking they don't know me they don't know the context or anything else like that and it just comes across to them not listening and i'm rude so what do you, two follow-up questions, mm-hmm. how do you know, like, unless somebody tells you, and then like, do you have, and then what do you do? Do you have a way to catch yourself? Cause you were, you wanted problem mm-hmm. solutions, right? I mean, I know this might not be where you wanted to go, but I think it's really, uh, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you do either to prevent it or to rein it in? Or what do you do if you notice it's happening? So, okay. So I wasn't actually diagnosed until I was 30, which is not uncommon for women of my generation. We didn't get diagnosed as kids. So I wasn't diagnosed until I was 30. But when I was in, in grad school at um, 28 and 29, uh, mm. we had to videotape ourselves doing practice therapy sessions. Oh. And, I, and I was talking over the client. You don't and- want your therapist. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, I've been told that for years, you never let me talk or whatever, but I actually saw it on video and that was, yeah, <laughs> it was that changed. Yeah. yeah. And so I think part of it was, you know, pointing it out or having people point it out in a way that makes sense, which again, when we're talking about, you know, the problems in life, the stressors in our life and Tammy, something you said too, about the different types of friends that we have, do we have the people in our lives that we have that intimacy that we trust that can tell us the hard stuff? Because mm. if not, how are we going to get out of our perspective? We won't, you know? 
And so seeing that, then actually getting diagnosed, it's like, oh, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And just becoming more aware. And the other thing too, is that I know I've talked over each of you so far today, but that's our flow. That's our dynamic. That's the context. And I'm not holding myself back like I normally do. Like when I'm out in public, if I'm at the store or whatever, I am so aware. And it's not a stressful thing. It's just, I'm very aware. I want to be perceived as respectful. So I, I, it's, it's an active thing. Cause that's the other thing too, with ADHD, it's harder to habituate the brain and you know, all that other stuff. Um, But to me, I just kind of look at it as a reminder to myself that if I'm talking, I'm not listening. And I like to learn and grow and I like to learn about people. So if I'm talking, I'm not listening, I'm not learning about this person or I'm not interacting with this person. So I kind of put it in the context. It's my benefit to shut up. Will you put that in writing? That's an interesting yeah, right? point too. It's to my, <laughs> yeah, benefit, to it's my benefit to shut up. Yeah. That's and it, cause it really is. So. Yeah. I, I get it. I believe. I think you're right. And just to be clear, I'm taking off my jacket. I'm not. (laughs) I can't. Gracie knows. I told her earlier, I can't, you know, my husband keeps it freezing cold in here often. And so I have a heating pad on my chair, but then I'm like, am I hot? Am I cold? I don't really know, but I like the heating pad. So now I'm, I'm going to turn it off. (laughs) So you can be TMI. So, so that's, (laughs) so are you looking from us to, I mean, like, do you want us to think of like self-reflect or think about other people, like what behaviors annoy us and what we can learn from that? Or Well, so, well so, sure. Um, but the other thing too, I was thinking, because when I was originally thinking about this, I was actually thinking about not just how we misinterpret other people's things and it, it upsets us or whatever, but I was also thinking about how we take on other people's stuff, you know, the whole codependency thing. So it could be the whole binary or contempt, whatever you want to go ahead and describe it about how Our lives, our stress levels, our emotional status, our mental health, so often is other people's stuff, whether it's people behaving badly or whether it's we take on, you know, especially for those of us, they're caregivers or, oh, somebody's struggling. Well, I'll take on that stress, you know, and setting the boundaries and be able to say no. So, I mean, so I would love to hear, you know, either of those contexts, how you all Recognize what's your stuff and what you can do something about and what's other people's stuff and maybe what you can let, how you let it go. Yeah. What Michelle, do you? So I think that like, it's a, such a great question and there's different layers. I think that, you know, Gracie for you and I, like that's part of professional training in some regards, they do definitely address that somewhat. But I think that I'm just going to start out by saying that the most life-changing thing from working in an, in the area as a um, caregiver, mental health professional was when I realized that, you know, when, when someone is there and they, what they need is for me to help them feel better, to help them kind of help themselves. If I, you know, it, it doesn't do an ounce for them, for me to feel terrible and be tied up in their emotion. Does that make sense? That's beautiful. um, And, and so obviously, you know, there are going to be things that kind of are, are are a little more than usual that I am going to, to feel. And I've talked about like going to exercise after work sometimes because it kind of helps that transition. But um, it really needs to be about them. And if I'm too bogged down in my own emotion, then I'm not helping them. 
Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't care, but yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm there because I care, but I just kind of had to realize that I I wouldn't be doing it very long if I was bound up in everyone's stuff. Yeah. Do you think that you're, um, by the way, and that translates to us as just people who don't do counseling and someone has problems, it's, that's a a great piece of advice is it's not going to help them at all. If Mm -hmm. I get pulled right to the same place that they are, do you think that you are like equipped personality wise, maybe, or just sort of how you're wired to be able to do that or, and, or have you had to train yourself? No, I mean, it, for me, it it took years and years because I've shared before, like, um, I, started attending celebrate recovery a long time ago and took a break and um and now I'm involved in my church again and codependency is the main thing that I've worked on and there was addiction and some different things going on in my um family growing up and I very very much felt responsible for members of my family I had a very very codependent relationship it really um was a negative thing for my mental health that way and so that was part of my healing so I don't think it was just part of my personality that I think I had to learn and kind of realize like seeing the the power in a change of perspective like we were talking about last week changing and trying to to realize what more healthy normals are and what power that can be in somebody's life I wanted to work in that area and pass it on but at the same time like the boundaries piece had to be really important. So no, it was not part, I think my, by, I don't know, training growing up, it's exactly the opposite. And I had to learn yeah, not to do that. You know, what's weird about me asking that question is as soon as you started talking, I realized that was a ridiculous question because I, we've already talked about this, you know, and I know we both know how you have struggled with the codependency, but I think the thing that made me ask the question just so you'll know is that outwardly like if I don't stop to think about like you and the path and things we know outwardly you've always come across as being like thoughtful and by thoughtful I don't mean taking care of it I just mean that you take time to process things and that it's hard to tell that you might be struggling does that make sense yes yeah yeah and you know that that piece is part of my personality yeah that where you can't necessarily tell what's going on with me so yes that part and I think that was a, a whole nother reason why a whole nother layer of what was important for me to have a healthy perspective because I could hide if I was struggling and so yes yeah so those are the people you gotta you gotta check on Never thought about that. Holy cow. I can hide if I'm struggling. And those are the people you have to check on. Yes. Holy cow. Gosh, because you did, you, you put in your text us that you wanted to talk about the codependency piece. And how did you define it? Remember, we all talked about it on, and I'll, we'll, we'll put a link to that episode, but you defined it in a way that we both loved that I can't how did you do you remember how you said it is it the being the caretaker of someone else's emotions yes being Mm -hmm. the caretaker of someone else's emotions that has just stuck with me Mm -hmm. so that's that's brilliant yeah and think about how much of our 
unhappiness, our stress, our dissatisfaction, everything else like that is when we do that. And we're doing it out of love. We're doing it out of compassion. We're doing it out of care and doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah. No. People just don't take our advice anyway. So <laughs> you mean <laughs> where I was doing a Bible study and one of the questions was think of a time when you have tried to control someone else's life and how did that work? And all of the women in this group looked at me, (laughs) not in a bad way, but because, you know, not anything I want to talk about, but that, you know, there's a, the issue in my world where I've just wanted to like, when the situation is bad, I would feel bad. When the situation is good, I would feel better. And then I wanted to fix it. And so I wouldn't have called it control, but that's kind of what it was. Yeah. So kind of working on that, but just like with what you talked about, um, the different perspectives, Mm -hmm. thinking that a person is difficult um, they're operating out of their own, their reality is so different from mine. And so right. like with what Michelle said, I have to, and it doesn't help them at all if I just get in the same funk. And right. so setting those boundaries, trying caring, you know, like you said, Michelle caring, um, but trying to be steadfast in that. And it doesn't absolve people of responsibility of the consequences of their behaviors. No. Right. But, but, but we don't have to carry that. We don't have to emotionally carry that. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't. And I, you know, just thinking of how, and I think foundationally, one of the things you're asking is one of the things is how might you be difficult to someone else? Mm-hmm. Like with your, your ADHD. Right. And I was thinking about, you know, with me, I've probably shared this before, but someone told me once that I was easily frustrated. And I thought hearing that, cause it was shocking to me. I don't mm-hmm. want to be seen as someone who's, so what that means is she was probably seeing me be like, oh. you know, huffing or rolling my eyes or being dismissive in whatever way. And I don't want to be that person. And so you think sometimes hearing it once, but just the other day, someone asked if they had offended me or upset me. And I'm like, well, crap. You know, am I still, am I still being easily frustrated? Now, are these you need to get some video going, going sister? Yeah. Just video. I, you have somebody walking around the video camera and you can watch it. Did I, did I do it here? So I'm like, I, I wish, no, no. I, I probably haven't done it with y'all because you're so amazing. There's nothing about your personalities that would ever annoy or frustrate me, but apparently it does with other people, but I don't like that. So you're right you know, whatever it is, I got to, you know, do a brain check and it, and it probably takes more than once hearing it. You said that, you know, you'd heard it, but when you actually saw it, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I need a candid camera or something. (laughs) That video camera. Yeah. But yeah, again, you know, think about how much of our lives, how much of our resources, our time, our attention, our, our, our motivation, our focus is on other people. And again, we still want to love and support and everything else like that. But how much of it, you know, getting back to Michelle's controlling people, places and things, and we can influence, we can be aware of our, our impact, you know, our responses and reactions, but we can't control. We give resources that people may or may not take. I mean, yeah, they may or may not. Right. Yeah. 
And I think you want us to talk about at least resources for not particular things that other people are doing, but we're going to talk a little bit about resources and our part two. Is that right? Yes. And systems. Yes. Okay. So what, what do you think are, as we wrap this part up? So this is a part one. I don't mm-hmm. think we said that earlier. <sighs> um, what, what can be our key takeaways? Do you think Gracie from this? Maybe one oh, oh, so this is oh, one thing oh, I me, say all the time. Me, 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 me. <laughs> The person that drives you most crazy, you know who that is? Don't say yeah. it. Yeah. The person that drives you most crazy is your best teacher. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say as a person who's like you. Is no, you- not always. Sometimes. Sometimes that's why they, they drive us crazy, right? No, the person that drives you most crazy is your best teacher. Thank them for that. Genuinely thank them. It confuses them, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> so wait a minute. How- how do we thank them? Do we, we say you are the most difficult person in my world. Thank you. Thank I'm you thinking no. It, yeah, no. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Um, unless you can, you know, use humor appropriately, but no, saying things like, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Uh, thank you for letting me know I needed that. You know, just pointing out where it is a, a learning opportunity and when we can do and and it sounds kind of funny, you know, thank them. And I do joke, right it confuses them and that's a lot of fun yeah and when we do that and to thank them genuinely thank them we have to change our perspective and it takes it takes some confidence and a healthy level of self self self-esteem to be able to have somebody i mean that's one example of saying something to you that might that we may not want to hear and and to say thank you and really feel it like maybe at first it's just the words, but over time, then maybe you really yes. start to feel it. Yep. Yep. I love that. So that's what I got. That's what you got. Um, Michelle, you got anything? I'm really, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I hate it that not everybody sees us on YouTube. So if you're not watching on YouTube, you should. You should see us. You should see us on YouTube, Michelle has. And you know, I don't know if you all saw. I saw that I posted on one of our Facebook things that I left the screenshot. the The thumbnail that YouTube chose was really weird, but we looked like the Brady Bunch because whoever was on top were looking down, laughing, and laughing. So I just kept it. And anyway, it's fun. All right. So this part one, you know, when relationship is difficult, looking at other people, looking at how you're difficult, all those things. And then in part two, we'll talk about some resources to help with that. So thank you for joining today as always, you know, I'm looking at our numbers and over time, you know, some of our older episodes are really starting to grow in numbers. So what that's telling me is, is that you all are sharing, you're telling people to come or people are subscribing. So yay. Thank you for that. We would still love to hear from you. You know, we would love to hear more comments on the show notes on the Facebook. If you are on the Facebook. On the <laughs> and not I just Facebook. heard it when you repeated it. Kind of like an old person, right? Yeah. Go on to the Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Um, but wherever you, wherever you follow us on social media, you know, you know, let us know what you think, share some things with us. If you're in the women's group, if you're not, the link is in the show notes. Um, but that is a private group. And I don't know that we often say that that's a private group. So whatever is in that group doesn't go out to the general public. So if you want to be more private, that's a good place to be. So are we ready? Sure. Okay. 
All right. And until we're together next time, consider, consider yourself, yourself hugged. <laughs> Yay. Best one ever. Oh, we always say it's the best one ever. Yes, but it, it gets is. better every time, right? It does. Yeah. It does. Yes. 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 yes.